My name is Aiden Brass. I'm a senior here at Pius X. I was raised in a Catholic home. We always went to Mass on Sunday. I have been going to Catholic school since preschool. The first time I really started to think about my faith, other than it just being something we did, was when my two uncles both decided to go to the seminary. They were the uncles I was closest to. I loved basketball like I did, and I always looked up to them. I was very surprised when my Uncle Drew first told us he was going to be a priest. He had everything going for him. He was athletic in fraternity. I've been dating a girl since high school and was studying to be a doctor. And overnight, he broke up with his girlfriend and decided to go to seminary. He explained to my siblings and I that he felt God was calling him to be a priest, and so he had to listen to him. He was willing to give up all his dreams and earthly desires to follow God. I was too young to fully understand at the time. Watching both my uncles, Drew and Christian, have the courage to do that made me realize how important it was to follow, follow God's will for your life, even if it meant making great sacrifices. When I was in seventh grade, my dad was diagnosed with cancer. It was a very aggressive and rare form of cancer that had no cure. By the time he was diagnosed, it was already in multiple organs and in his bones. It was very shocking because my dad had always been healthy. He just had a backache that bothered him, so he went to the doctor, and it was then we found out that he had cancer. When I learned about my dad's illness, I wasn't that worried. I trusted God, so I believed if we prayed, he would heal him, and everything would be okay. We prayed when my grandpa got cancer and he was healed, so why would my dad be? My dad never complained, he was always very positive. He hid his pain and symptoms from us kids. We tried to take advantage of our time together. COVID ended up being a blessing for us because we got to spend a lot of time together as a family. Eventually the cancer spread and the doctor said the treatments were hurting him more than they were helping him. So he started hospice. I didn't really think my dad was going to die and God would heal him until my mom called Pius and had Ken and I come home from school. It was on a Friday when we got home, home health was putting a bed in our living room and my dad was really weak and in pain. They increased his medication to make him more comfortable because he was so weak. Because he was so weak, he didn't talk much after that. Then on Sunday, our friend Father Holdren came over. My dad was lying in his hospital bed in our living room resting. Father anointed him and prayed over him. And then we had Mass as a family at his bedside. After receiving Holy Communion, my dad surprised us and said, Father, I have some things I would like to say. He then miraculously spoke words from his heart that our family will never forget. One thing my dad shared with us was that he wished that he would have made his faith a bigger priority in his high school and college years. He said that when the time came for him to make his faith his own, he didn't initially take the time and steps to do it. He really wished he would have as it was the time wasted. My dad then said, so I hope my kids down the line realize the importance of what our faith is and what it should be. It can be corrected at any time. That's not what it's about. You have to choose to make it a priority. I don't know how you go through the stuff we have been through the last few years without having some kind of belief in God and some kind of belief in heaven. I don't see how you can survive without having faith to help you get through. Stacy always says that we are going to a better place. The best is yet to come for me. That's what we have to believe. When my dad was dying, my brother and I handled it very differently. Ken didn't leave the house after we were called home on Friday, but I tried to avoid it and didn't want things to change. I continued going to practice and even school the next week. I also played in the freshman basketball tournament the next Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday night. But on Wednesday night, we were all home. 
All of you that came over about eight and asked if you could pray is the Divine Mercy Chapel at my dad's bedside. We all joined him. About an hour after Father left, my dad took his final breath. The last thing we prayed together as a family was the prayer that my dad relied on throughout his journey. Jesus, I trust in you. Right after he passed, I went to my brother's room. I just laid there and cried. I prayed my dad's soul for my dad's soul and his final judgment. I wasn't mad at God, but sad and disappointed. I thought a lot about the future and all the things my dad would miss. He wouldn't get to teach me how to drive, watch me play varsity basketball. He had my wedding. He would be a grandpa to my kids. I couldn't believe he was really gone. My dad was a quiet guy, but his sickness and death really impacted a lot of people. My dad was always positive. Rather than focusing on the bad things happening to him, he instead approached each day with gratitude. He took the time to notice the blessings God gave him daily. My dad taught me that it can be easy to dwell on all the bad things, but if you take the time to pray and reflect at the end of your day, you will quickly see all the blessings God has given you. My dad also really came to fall in love with adoration, daily mass, and confession. He requested that after the rosary, give adoration and that confession be offered. His rosary and funeral was during COVID, but tons of people still came. After my dad's rosary and hearing the priest talk about how much my dad loved us all and wanted us to have the opportunity for time with God and adoration and confession, over 160 people went to confession that night. My entire basketball team was there. Support and prayers that everyone from Pius showed our family was amazing. But to be honest, I didn't like all the attention. I was new to Pius. I didn't like being known as the kid whose dad died. My dad's death didn't hit me for a while. I think I was in denial. I just tried to avoid it and go back to school and basketball like nothing had ever happened. My friends all really tried to be there for me. But when it hit me a few months later, I just pushed them all away. I felt very alone. It wasn't my friends' fault. They had no way of understanding what I was going through. I was in a dark place for a very long time. Looking back at it now, the devil took advantage of this and consumed me with negative thoughts. I kept thinking, what's the point of living and moving forward? Why even try? I felt I had no purpose. During this time, I isolated myself. Eventually, I started thinking more about my dad's final words. I also began to realize that I couldn't keep trying to get all my happiness from my relationships but instead you need to find it from within and from God, who's constant in his love for me. Then last spring, my mom gave me a letter that my dad wrote me. In it, he said, I hope you're encountering Jesus. You will continue to get closer to Christ. You're a great young man with lots of potential in your spiritual life. Don't take for granted or under, understand how important it is to live out your faith and practice your religion. Pray daily. God will always be there for you in good times and in bad, as he's been there for me. Please help reinforce this with your siblings. Give them and your mom a hug for me. Know that I am and always will be praying for you. Please do the same for me. Love always, Dad. For whatever reason, this time his words hit me differently. I realized that I had to stop being a lukewarm Catholic and go all in and make my faith a priority in my life. I need to stop seeking happiness and pleasure in worldly things. Early on, it was a major struggle for me. I was tempted a lot. But then in my tech retreat, things changed. There I met this kid named Trent. 
He too had recently lost his dad, but he still had a joy and peace about him that I wanted. For the first time, I had someone I could talk to who truly understood my pain. He also shared with me how his faith was helping him get through it. I decided I wanted what he had, and I also wanted to make my dad proud. So to help me be more consistent and intentional in my faith, I joined a discipleship group. I also started going to confession more regularly. I spent time in adoration, and that really helped too. I wanted to find a group who would help me grow in my faith. I wanted to help spread God's love with others at Pius. So I joined campus ministry and started inviting friends and guys on the basketball team to join me for retreats and events like Tekken or Sword. For me, it has really helped to have friends who want what I want and are willing to push me and help hold me accountable because it is a daily struggle and I often fail. It's easy to make an excuse. This is supposed to be the best time of our lives. We create memories. We live double lives. We love God when it is convenient. We aren't willing to make the sacrifices to make God the center of everything. We live for the weekends, go to parties, and seek pleasure and instant gratification. We know our faith is important. All we want to have, all we want to have fun. But we all want to have fun now, so we push Jesus off for later. It's something we think we have time to make a priority down the road. I have learned firsthand you can't take a moment for granted because you never know what tomorrow might bring. I know we've all heard this before, that before, and we think it won't happen to us, but you never know. Tabitha Hefty sat in these stands three years ago who was involved in things like her store. In November of her senior year, she was out with her friends one night and died in a car accident. Riker Martinez graduated from Pius in 2020. He went to college and thought he had his entire life ahead of him. He was diagnosed with cancer in the fall of his freshman year and passed away that spring. Thankfully, they both made their faith a priority in their lives. But you just do not know the day and hour God is going to call you home. So like my dad said, we can't waste any time. I know not many here have lost a parent. We've all had crosses that we've had to carry. For some, it might be depression or anxiety, being bullied, drama at home or with friends, school being tough, getting cut from a team. It could be a lot of different things. If you're feeling lonely or broken right now like I did, I want to encourage you to go to God. Let Him heal you. He wants to help you carry your cross. You just have to ask Him. I promise things can and will get better. You do have a purpose, and God has a plan for us all. At the end of my dad's battle with cancer, it wasn't about his social status, the number of followers or likes he had on social media, the amount of money or possessions he had, what he had accomplished in, in athletics or his career that mattered to him. It was simply his family, his friends, and most importantly, his faith. On his deathbed, the only thing he regretted was not making his faith a priority in his high school and college years. Please don't have the same regret at the end of your life. I believe that my dad was right. The best is yet to come for all of us, but we must choose it. Getting to heaven won't just happen on its own. You and I are going to have to make our faith and personal relationship with Jesus a priority. Mother Teresa said, a saint is a sinner who keeps on trying. So that's what I'm doing. I'm striving to become a saint. I want to one day make it to heaven and finally be reunited with my dad. And I would love nothing more than to see all of you there too. I want to leave you with a quote by St. Padre Pio that my friend Trent showed me, shared that really resonates with me. Blessed is the crisis that made you grow, the fall that made you look to heaven, and the problem that made you look for God. Thank you. Thank you.